Hi guys, Adora here and welcome to episode 4 of Lumination Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about hustle, okay? The topic is stop hustling, start living. So first of all, I'm going to define hustle according to the dictionary. So hustle is to proceed or work rapidly or energetically, right? Um, It's also to push or force one's way, so jostle or shove. Um, It's also to be aggressive, especially in business or other financial dealings. It's also to urge, to prod, or to speed up, right? Now, one of the things that I pride myself on is being a doer. I'm that person who gets out of a meeting and moves right into execution mode. I cannot sit and strategize for long because I'm always itchy to action my ideas and produce results. Um, But I've also learned to chill. Right, I've learned how to chill the <clears throat> down, right? And breathe before I move. You see, creativity and ambition are a double-edged sword and it's important to know how to handle that. The hustler's creed that we hear all the time states that you have to work hard, obsessively, wake up early, stay alert 24-7, knock your goals to the ground because that Instagram post is out there saying successful people are those who stay up while the rest of the world sleeps. Mm-hmm. See, that hustle mentality is promising because it lures you with the promises of quick success and greatness and you are like hashtag winning. Hustle sells you the idea of being self-made. It doesn't tell you is the truth that every success story has multiple hands and people who share their time, their knowledge, their resources. And so you become completely absent in all the other aspects of your life and you're struggling to sustain your business and your relationships. But that hustler mentality is so sweet because it fills you with an adrenaline rush reading an article about hustling and um, it was from the Supper's program and I saw um, how they just talked about scientifically how this you know hustling adrenaline works. I'm just gonna read an excerpt of what I had seen okay so it says that adrenaline causes blood to move to the action centers of the brain telling it to increase heart rate and blood flow and we get a sudden surge of energy as hormones flood the body. The trouble with this is that the sympathetic system's activity breaks down the body when stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol run unchecked. When this system dominates, energy is diverted from healing, building tissues, and eliminating waste. The energy for this system comes from demands placed on your glands. And while it feels good or great at first, it is often followed by fatigue or even a crash. And over time, too much sympathetic nervous system activity breaks the body. I found this in the Supper's program and it was very, very enlightening. I mean, it's scary even just listening to it now that I'm reading it out. Um, I'm of the school of thought that the hustle mentality is pure ego at work. An adulterated, messy ego that drags you down into a hole of confusion and loneliness. And sadly, this is the life of many people in today's world. So when you're asked how you're doing, there's absolutely nothing cool about saying not much, just on the hustle. I hear that a lot, like, oh, I'm hustling, I'm hustling, man, that's all I'm doing. That is a surefire way to crash mentally, physically, and emotionally. The problem with making hustle the primary way to express your creativity is that you can't be full or content because it will make you feel like you're in limbo or you're always being left behind. It's quite interesting how many people have allowed one word, one word to completely control their lives. One word that has so much authority to constantly remind you to bust your ass and make sure that no one gets in your way. 
one word that makes you compete aggressively as though no one else should succeed but you, right? You're pushing shared goals and humanity to the side instead of building together. Hustle wants us to run to the finish line and win alone. Hustling is a serious addiction and it comes with serious consequences. See, I could talk about hustling because I've been a hustler before and it was extremely draining. I would spend a lot of my time being busy and chasing the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, right? And I was neglecting my inner purpose. I was neglecting nurturing my spirit and being present for the people around me. And then after I stopped hustling, I realized that I was able to think clearly, focus on work that truly mattered most to me, and still spend time listening and paying complete attention to the people around me. I found that I was able to create and explore opportunities for collective success. I realized that being in tune with my inner spirit and making deliberate decisions allowed me to be joyful and grow in contentment. And so I'm gonna just talk about some of the things that helped me transition from hustling to being entrepreneurial. And yes, there is a huge difference. I know that you know people tend to interchange being entrepreneurial with having a hustler, hustling mentality. Um, but again, you know, in the context of how I defined it at the very beginning, that's that's how I am. You know, um, that, that's how I'm running this podcast. So I'm running this podcast in that context. Okay. So first thing is identifying purpose in everything. Now, before I take on a new project or responsibility, I always ask myself, why am I doing this? And when I ask myself that question, my reason must make me comfortable. So even where I don't necessarily enjoy the job, I assess the scope of work, I identify possible pros and cons, and then I make a conscious decision whether or not to accept. And if I find that my why, so why I'm doing this, is coming from a place of guilt, or just to make someone else happy, then I drop it, right? So if someone asks me to jump on a project with them and I realize that, you know what, I'm only doing this because I feel bad for them or I feel like, you know what, they really want me in this project um, and that's why I'm doing it versus, oh, you know, that is part of why I'm doing it, but then my real why is that it is adding value to me as a person or it's something that i genuinely want to do if i find that that is the case then i'm just like out of i'm not i can't do it i'm not going to accept it right um i have to identify purpose in everything that i do the second thing that has helped me is saying no as much as i say yes so i turn down partnerships i turn down collaborations i turn down clients that i'm not comfortable working with right i've had um really big clients that have reached out to me and i've said no because i'm not comfortable working with them um, i've had people invite me to sit on their board um, and i've said no where i feel like you know what like i'm not comfortable doing this or it's not in line with my purpose or it's not where i'm going um, and I realized that as I started to do this, I became more joyful and more prosperous in my dealings and in, in you know, who I am as a person. And so my focus shifted from working with people for the sake of working with people to working with people whose missions align with mine and whose goals I am truly passionate about. 
So there's this quote from Warren Buffett that said, the difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. And I understand it in this context, right, of saying no. When you say say no to everything, say, say no to most things, um, he's not saying, oh, you know, you just, you just say no for the sake of saying no. It's saying no to things that do not align with your values, things that do not align with where you're going, um, you know, things that are not shared vision, right? Um, things that make you uncomfortable, that you can't sleep at night, that people that are frustrating say no, no, no. You know, as much as you feel like you're gonna lose out on that opportunity for your peace of mind, um, say no. The third one was um, creating my own working terms and communicating those terms. So I set timelines based on several important elements of my life. And I also notify my clients and people that want to work with me, I notify them upfront that they will not always have access to me, but they can be assured that their work will get done. So I will get your work done, but you may not always have access to me, right? Um, in addition, I had to set times where my team knows not to interrupt me, right? During these hours, that's when I'm concentrating on, you know, being more productive. And I find that my productivity just shoots up to the sky and I can knock out as much work as possible while I feel gingered in, in that moment. Um, and one of the things that I also learned with this was um, last year I had one full year where I had prayers on Friday. So I decided that I was going to commit my Friday mornings to my prayers. Um, and initially it bothered me that um, it was possible that, you know, things would come up um, and I would have to tell, you know, people that I was working with that I won't be able to make it because I have prayer time, you know, in the mornings um, on Fridays. And they would think that that was very awkward and, you know, I wasn't taking my work seriously. But I actually mentioned to people that, you know what, I'm not available on Friday morning. So whenever I would schedule anything and someone, someone would talk about it Friday morning, I'd say, you know what, I'm, I'm not available because that's my prayer mornings. Um, and I found that, you know, people started to get used to it. So everyone got used to it. I even had clients who would be like, oh, don't schedule on Friday because Friday is Adora's prayer morning, you know. Um, and I found that, you know, sometimes we just we live in our heads so we're so worried about other people not being able to conform um to what works for us and then we never really try it out so i'm not saying you know walk around just you know say giving um unreasonable um situations or unreasonable terms but you know pick what works for you and be, again this is all about risk taking you know be willing to take the risk that comes with it right and of course there will be situations because i'm not even gonna lie like there were times where something was absolutely important um and i had to you know skip skip my prayer time and move it to a different time because i needed to attend to that particular thing but of course that's using discernment to to decide um you know what's takes priority at the, at the time, right? Doesn't make you love God any less or pray any less, right? Um, so don't feel guilty about that. But in general, create your own terms, create your own working terms and communicate those terms. Okay, the next one, number four, is being whimsical and having fun. I found that most of my creative ideas come to me when I'm happy and I'm playful. So I have the most aha moments when I'm hanging out with my friends or I'm listening to good music or I'm chilling. The truth is we lose our mental blocks when we open our hearts up to receive happy and relaxing time. So when people say, you know what, I have a mental block, I can't think, I usually say go out and play. You know, go out and play, go out and have fun, chill, relax, 
rest your brain, rest your mind, you know, feel at peace. And in that, you will find that, you know, your creativity um, is easier expressed. Okay. The next one, which is number five, is removing the word struggle from my dictionary. See, there's no doubt that there are entrepreneurs and there are people who enjoy struggling because struggling gives a sense of ambition and more. So people like to be like, you know, I'm just, like, I need to struggle. I need to struggle for this thing, you know. I draw inspiration from people like Richard Branson, people like Tony Robbins, people like Seth Godin, Oprah, who have built some of the most amazing companies and brands in the world but have fun doing it. One of the biggest myths that people have about the attainment of success and making money is that it must be a struggle. It doesn't need to be a struggle, right? You need to kill that mentality that if you do not struggle and hustle and, you know, grind and grind and grind and are always busy and have plenty of meetings, then you cannot progress or you cannot build something amazing. You need to kill it. Kill it. Number six is sharing my journey in the most honest and open way possible. Sharing my journey publicly has allowed me to build a personal relationship with many people who are learning and growing through the experiences that I share. And that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast as well, right? In return, these people inspire and motivate me to continue being a bright light and excelling in the work that I do. I'm happier being able to tell my story as it is. Ups, downs, sideways, whatever right i am so happy when i can share my journey authentically and i can be honest and open about who i am what i'm about what i'm going through um and all of that stuff right so that really helped me to kill that hustler mentality and i'm gonna end on this note i don't think that our community right um and when i say our community i'm really talking about entrepreneurs and just people in general to be honest, um, discuss this subject as much as we need to share. I think that sharing our mental health stories, the stuff that we actually go through, um, will help other entrepreneurs feel more comfortable about sharing their own struggles. Um, I found this powerful quote. If you guys can't tell already, like I feel like every single episode of my podcast is going to have a quote because I have some really powerful ones. Um, it said, the river can go on rushing and hustling on its way without me. I know in the end, it always ends up in the ocean. The big, real powerful things don't have to rush for anyone. They are timeless enough to wait for us to come home. And that's what I truly believe. I don't believe that you have to hustle for everything. I believe that whatever is going to come to you is going to come to you because I do believe a lot in destiny and journeys and purpose. I do believe that, yes, we do need to put in work because putting in work is very important um, for what we need to accomplish. However, um, that thought that you must always be on the grind, you know, and that you have to wake up at 3 a.m. and then sleep at midnight and sleep for only three hours, don't get any rest because you need to grind and grind and grind. I think that that, that thought is such a limitation of our possibilities and where we can be in our lives. I'm going to end this on this note and say stop hustling, start living.